Welcome to Mentally Untable Adventures, Episode 65, Dungeon World Min Loco, Session 1, Episode 8. Oh, this podcast may contain bad language, crude humor, and graphic violence, and it, in general is not fit for, hu- for human com- cons- consumption. Well, it's the morning of the big performance, and everybody's got a couple of items on their to-do list to check off before the evening's festivities begin. I guess we'll see how that turns out for them, won't we? Enjoy the show. So it's morning time. Painful, painful turns for everyone involved. Nothing's going to go wrong. No. Not for us. (laughs) So, I just want a quick little snippet of what each of you plan to do today before the concert tonight. What are each of your uh, goals? Locate wagons. Visit Claudia. All right. Make sure we have a good escape route. Visit Claudia. (laughs) Something to eat. Visit Claudia. Yep, my All right, so Claudia. Clovis, Wagons, and Claudia. Yeah. <laughs> That's Clovis's plan. Pyrian, what is your plans for the day? I'm going to see if I can find a local cleric in town to, to look at this weird scratch that's not going away. Ooh, there is that scratch on your leg that's... There's something wrong with that. Okay. A local cleric. All religion is local. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, who is the dominant religion here? Obviously, the emperor was uh, many, many moons ago. Uh, who is the current god of this place, Byron? Who's, who's sort of the, the, the top god in town, you know, right now? I mean, obviously, things are a little fickle in this system, but... Uh, yeah, it's probably a god that helped them overthrow Salamanders in the last revolution. Ah, the Rainbringer, the uh, Quencher. I mean, that may be a hundred years ago, for all I know. But yeah, probably pretty popular. Them, yeah. Anything to help them stop the fire. So, that is ironic. <laughs> that you will now be going to the quencher. The immolator must go visit the quencher. Gar, your plans for the day? Well, since the lady is busy, um, yes. I figured that I would take this brand new spanking sword, and I would go practice and get familiar with its weight, balance, and otherwise unknown qualities. (laughs) That's great. Alright, so you're going out, gonna work it, get a workout a little bit, try out your new sword, get used to the the weight and balance. Just just so that I, uh, I, you know, I'm not bothering anyone, and I'm assuming there's no barracks that we've seen in the town. Uh, There's there's a small room where the men-at-arms sleep, uh, that you've seen seen, uh, the armed guards for the uh, compound, at least three of them anyway, that sleep in this room out here um, by the front of the building. Uh, that's the only place you've seen. Other than that, the other people that stand guard, like at the front doors and stuff sometimes, they're not I mean, they're not really like trained for that. they just like, oh, hey, you're on door duty tonight. Here, have the spear. And you know, they're like, oh, okay. Uh, I was waiting tables, but I guess, sure, I'll be on spear. So, uh, well, more or less what I'm looking for is a place to really kind of just open up the, the use of the sword without having to uh, worry about 
cutting anyone, showing anybody. You might be able to do so. You might be able to do so in the in the garden or lack thereof. There might be space in the gardens. I was thinking more outside the city gates on the other side of the city that we did not come in on. Okay, okay. So you're going to go outside town. Yeah. Okay. I want to. I want to. It's more or less a a ruse to find an escape route. Right. Not that I know that there are shenanigans. Brilliant. So, Gar planning. Escape. And trying to figure out the sword, or just you know, right? And and, yeah, getting familiar with the weight of the sword. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, Varnyar, what well, is your plan for the day? I have a trip to the blacksmith to make. Well, that's right. You want to get the blacksmith in the morning? <laughs> Literally. Are you, Literally. Going, are you <laughs> going along? Oh, I was planning on it. Why did you want to come with? No, not really. I didn't oh. know. But. So, step one, blacksmith. So that shouldn't take too long. I doubt it. <laughs> After that? <laughs> um, I think I'll assist in gathering the wagons. Okay, so you'll see if Clovis needs help with the wagons. Mab, you're the one I fear most of all. So I'm assuming that we all sort of talked about what we did yesterday off camera, you know, during our downtime. I didn't talk about everything I did. (laughs) (laughs) And I realized that I wanted to go see the librarian. You want to go visit the librarian. That is an excellent idea, Mab. Okay. So we're just going to kind of do one quick little scene of you guys each during the day before we get to uh, the performance. Because I think we all know that it's going to get really hectic after that point. You think? I get the sense that things are not going to go smoothly. So let's start with Clovis. Okay. Uh, The gathering of the wagons and the Claudia. (laughs) First... Yes. Uh, oh, yes. Also, le- did anybody leveling up take anything really interesting that I should know about? I didn't level. No level. No level. Oh, no level? Okay. I think we were all close. One point yeah. short. We were, we were all... Oh! Several points short. That's, that's my bad. I did not make you guys fail nearly enough rolls. We did far too much talking. I kept oh, trying well. to fail. <laughs> Roll like that. Damn it! Why am I so successful? So, getting the wagons. Um, yes. I don't have any coin or anything that's on me right now, so I can borrow some coin first. Well, I have that. You are aware that there is a bag of 100 coins that is... So you guys are going to work together, right? Yeah, that's partly yours. I just took it. I'll I'll divvy it out. Okay. I'll do that. I don't want to... Well, if we're going to buy a wagon or something, just... Yeah, take that. That bell's worth more than way more than a hundred coins. So it's party loot. Yeah, wagon is party loot also. Sure. So, so he's gonna give you the hundred coins, and you're gonna go shopping for a wagon. Sure. (laughs) Yes. Decent wagon. Okay. Sturdy looking thing, and parked in front of the uh, spinners. There's these things that go round and round. Okay. Subs in the back. Hey, wait a minute. This game has like a role for that, doesn't it? Like when you go to buy stuff? Yeah, there's a. Yeah, where is that move? I don't have that. Is that on the special sheet? Supply. It's uh, when you go to buy something with money on hand, if it's something readily available in the settlement you're in. You can buy it in the marketplace if it's something ah, special. Yeah. Wagon. What's usually available here, non or non mundane Wagon is readily available, so I don't. I don't think that that's. Uh, I don't think that's really necessary to roll. Then okay. Yeah, I thought it was more interesting. But nah, 
I don't think I can make the case that a wagon is rare or fascinating. Hard to hard to acquire. Even with spinners. Yeah. Right. So Clovis with his non existent bargaining skills. Will, yep. Uh, hey, regular <laughs> by the book it's hundred and fifty pounds. Holy crap. For a wagon? Yeah. A new wagon. Mine's find yeah. a used one. He can find a used one for seventy five. Okay. So it's uh, it's not in the best shape, but you know you got a good deal on it. So yeah, and they even loaned you a horse to haul it around with. So Does the horse look like he's gonna fall over it anymore. No, not outwardly. <laughs> but it's depressed. Yeah. This horse is facing we, we have a druid that can turn the ride off needed. Yeah, we can we can we can, we can ask the druid to talk to the horse later and give him a pep talk. <laughs> so, all right. So, with a, a wagon acquired, uh, are you planning to bring this? Where was your plan to stash this? Uh, in front of the estate. In front of the estate. Yeah, just park it there. And the horse nearby, ready like to go. Like in the courtyard. <laughs> well, the courtyard is closed yeah, off. Yeah, it's inside. <clears throat> yeah, you can park it, out, park it out front. I'm sure they have like a little stable area where surely yep. you're not the only ones that have. So you, you bring a wagon, um, yes. which isn't terribly unusual since they know you came in carrying quite a big thing, quite a weight. It's not surprising that, oh yeah, of course they would want a wagon to haul that thing when they go to leave eventually. The monkey, the monkey cages. cages. Well, right, the monkey cages are very large. Right, yeah. Carry. Speaking of which, I can't wait to see the monkey at the show tonight. Wait till they see the rhino. <laughs> Everyone's all of all the buzz. All right, so Clovis feeling uh, very uh, empowered now. Yes. Is he? They're just delicious. You don't want it? Are you lying? No. Oh. Bring the bag. Oh, sheep. Bring one. Bring them over. How does it make you feel? Or just eating right. Okay. Right. <laughs> Let me try one. Is there a rhino? Is there a rice buried animal? So, um, after that, are you go looking for Claudia to yes. make plans for the evening? Excellent. So, um, she is super excited about this whole thing. She's a little nervous about leaving her family. Burning the um, town for the garden. She doesn't know about that part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about her family part. What do you mean? <laughs> family? Her mom. Remember her, her mom? mom lives in town. Oh. Remember she said she wanted to bring her mom and you said no. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. I totally <laughs> promised. Yes. Um, so where does your mom live? Oh. Can we visit her? Or can we... Yes, we should totally go for a visit to mom's. Come on. Meet my mother. <laughs> Awesome. Even better. We're going to Claudia's mom's house. Great. Claudia's mom's name is Martha. Martha. Claudia goes and knocks on the door. And, uh, hey, mom! Her mom is, uh... She seems like she's kind of always got a... Like, she doesn't smile much. She's like, hello, dear. She's very a very dour little lady. So, who's this? <laughs> oh, Mom, this is my new boyfriend, Clovis. <laughs> like, the eyes just narrow. <laughs> She's like, oh, really? Come on in. All right, so I spend, uh, try to get out of there as soon as possible. <laughs> it's an uncomfortable social situation. Why don't you roll me a deck, or charisma-based defy danger to see oh, how beating the parents goes. <laughs> oh, a nice roll like you could have doctor. We said you bring home a oh, an eight. That's an eight, you know? For Clovis, that's not bad. Survival is success in this particular case. So, 
you got to be clear, you guys aren't telling mom about the plan to skip town tonight, no. right? Or you know, rob her employer blind. <clears throat> That's kind of what no. I figured was. Um, so. We will leave that minor detail out of the right. So it ends up by the end of by the end of your visit with mom. Mom is obviously wary of you, but not outwardly hostile. Right. So yes. she's like, I don't know about this, dear, but I guess. You have fun. <laughs> she's expecting this to end disastrously and quickly, basically, is where she thinks wrong. Right, she may not be wrong. <laughs> One way or t'other, she may not be wrong. And I take every note of where she lives and as how that fits into our route on our way out of the city. Guess we'll out of the way. Because I mean, we have to do a snatch and grab. Mom is a little. Cl- Mom is a little closer to the wall um, than the rich. Well, you know, if it works out. Yeah. So, right. yeah, just so you, so you can keep it in mind. No promises. It's a rare person who used to pick their in-laws. <laughs> so her father was not around anymore? No, sadly, he died. You know, I know this musician. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to the estate. All right. <laughs> Maybe mom will come to the concert tonight. Yeah. She can't. She gets to be related. Oh, that's even better. Brother-in-law, <laughs> invite her to come. To- You'll have to see if you can. They'll have to see if they can sneak her in. No, that would be son. Clovis and Grandpa. Yeah, you and my son-in-law. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Go to your room, son. <laughs> Make me. That. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, you heard him. That is one defiant child. <laughs> my son, the barbarian. So, Varnyark, you're going to a certain blacksmith's in the morning? Yes. That's the newest sitcom on late night TV. Um. Varn the barbarian. <laughs> it's right after the meat market. <coughs> so, hanging. Um. So, you go to the blacksmith's and uh, it's closed. Uh, the door's, door's locked. So. Would he answer? <laughs> <laughs> he knew he was giving a dog. <laughs> that might make him no answer. <laughs> no answer. I'm gonna walk around at the back. Okay. He's sneaking out. <laughs> What do I yeah, yeah, he is. I'm gonna discern realities. You discern from realities. That sounds like uh, a great idea. Better. I ever wanted to not discern reality so bad in my life. Yes, that's a six. That's a six. That'll level me up. Perfect. The next time I rest. <laughs> exactly what you wanted. Yep. Now I got that failure out of the way. It's not a big deal. <laughs> no, it's uh, not we'll a big see. deal. <laughs> it's not a big deal. As you circle around the back, and you see. Uh, what's his name again? Hagen. 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 Uh, you see uh, Hagen standing just outside the back door. Uh, and there are four members of the city watch with him. <laughs> and he says, See, I told you he threatened me and was coming to kill me this morning. Arrest him! Hold, 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 hold on here. I brought you payment for that work I asked for. <laughs> what's the matter? What's the idea here? <laughs> I'm going to take the my 20 gold coins. Yep. So, next question is, did he try to build you a thing? 
or did he just right away say screw it and go to the guard? I feel like he's got a friend in the guard. I don't think he even tried. So I think he's going to go with the... I agreed to do no such thing. But you said yesterday that you could do the work. No, you said yesterday that I could do the work when you threatened to kill me if I didn't. No, friend. I told you you need to stop drinking when you're working the forge. <laughs> you're going to hurt yourself badly, and I do not want to see that. The city guard says, all right, all right, clear out. Obviously, he doesn't have the thing that you wanted him to get you anyway. Well, you at least make sure he stays sober enough around the forge. Now, don't you worry. We'll keep an eye on him. All right. I'm going to go walk around back to the front. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. <laughs> Unlock the door. <laughs> With four city guards there. They're out back. Yeah. They don't hear anything. <laughs> no. the door. I'm sure you can kick it in. I'm sure if you can kick it in quietly. Yeah. Just on the window accidentally. <laughs> no, I'm gonna head back to the, the plaza. I got a plan. I'll I'll take care of him later. Okay. So heading back to. Uh, uh, the townhouse. Uh, so is the plan to sort of just buy some time and then head back later when uh, you're pretty sure the guards will be gone? I'm going to wait until about noon. Okay. Alrighty. So that'll take care of you until about noon. We've got... Mab and the librarian. Do tell Mab you're heading to the... you. So you heard about um, him going to the library. Yeah. What is it that you're thinking that you are seeking at this library? Uh, well, sort of the same kind of service, actually. Oh. Except I'm much more polite. Okay. <laughs> right? Yes. Because how could you not be? Right. <laughs> That's a pretty low bar, to be yeah, fair. Right. And uh, I'm explaining, I have this amulet that I believe is some sort of enchanted device, and I was wondering if you could help with researching its uh, purposes. Oh. All right, so sorry. Who is this guy again? So Dalavar. Dalavar. Like, I've got so many names. <laughs> we have named so many things. <laughs> Dalavar says, "Hmm, two in two days. Where have you boys been?" The uh, countryside. Mm-hmm. We get, we travel from place to place. <clears throat> Interesting. Troubleshooting. You know. Let me see this piece that you have found. <laughs> well, this is old. Yeah, this is from the Emperor before. He did something. It was in a secret compartment. Uh, you know, anyway. <laughs> Most impressive. This. This smells of magic. Does it exhibited any unusual properties? Yeah, when I put it on, it tried to choke me. So I got it off real quick. That's unfortunate. But I'm not sure that that's like uh, inherent in the object. And the the the, the, the the essential force might have been angry with me for some other stuff that happened. The, uh, it's not really worth going into. But just you know, neither here nor there. Right? You are not the first with such tales. It's a tough life. These local gods are sometimes petty. Yeah. I suspect this one has it out for you for some reason. But for some reason, if uh, but yeah, kind of hangs it out in the air, and swings it a little bit. But 
the right hand, it's this could sway the minds of a crowd. I believe it has some subtle influence upon the, those viewing it. It makes you predisposed to what they say. Marcy! I must stop looking at it. I already feel its influence. Be careful with that. I suspect it was used by uh, in religious ceremonies to ensure that the congregation to was the masses. well well in compliance. <laughs> Make the bar grit. Yes. <laughs> if it won't choke him out for <laughs> Um, I have nothing to do with any statue. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. That's, I think it's safer for you. It just might just be pissed off at you. Yeah. I want to put on a, a metal collar. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Something. Just again. In fact, I don't even think I know about the amulet or the ring. Probably not. I didn't see you take the amulet. I didn't even see you get choked. Because well, you were being scared. like attacked by a zombie right. giant. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was. I was busy getting hit, getting attacked by Ludo. I was upstairs for most of that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was when everything calmed down for a second, and then everything went tragically wrong a second time. So you have a lot of books here. Yes, we have quite a collection. What's your fire readiness plan? <laughs> well, given the town that we live in, you'd actually be quite impressed. He points out on the rows above the... You'll notice now that all of the bookcases are actually stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see but the books aren't no but if you look above all of the uh, the uh, bookcases you can see there's sort of a uh, rolled up piece of tarp um, it's actually a, uh, a particular uh, uh, treated canvas that is uh, fire retardant mm. so we uh, we can uh, pull these and uh, drop those down and they provide some modicum of protection for the books especially given the problems that we've had with uh, you know Salamander uprising and things like that of that nature. This town tends to see fire more often than uh, others of our time. So we're prepared. Well, soon again. We're good. Make sure your systems are all working. <laughs> Thanks for your help. <laughs> he narrows his eyes as you walk out the door. Oh, shit. <laughs> As we move over to Pyrian. You tipped him a coin, I tipped him some info. <laughs> oh, he should just be happy. <laughs> it's like, not again. <laughs> Pyrian, you are wanting to visit the worshippers of, clen- of the Quencher. The Clencher. That's an entirely different thing. <laughs> um, <Yes>. Dry cut. <laughs> So you're you're uh, as as you head up to the front door, um, a um, a guy sort of in a in an almost like a um, uh, long robes uh, in a deep deep blue uh, comes out and says, "What is your business here?" I need to see someone about ailments. Oh, you wish our help, do you? <laughs> Salamander. Salamander. Size. Yes. Wow, that, this must be tough for you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he um, he says, "Well, by all means, come this way." 
he brings you into a, a, a chamber uh, where they have, um, have like sort of like little cubbies along the outside of a, a central chamber where in each one sort of uh, someone who looks sort of like, like a priest or a monk kind of is sitting in each one and so it's, it's sort of like a, like a like little petitioner's desks basically like you know you come here to, you know ask for blessings or for uh, you know assistance or maybe even just to to talk with somebody and so you know there's various uh, uh, villagers in uh, in each of the little stalls uh, talking to uh, one of the uh, religious figures he says please wait here for the next available quencher <laughs> I'll start meditating as much as I can. <laughs> you attempt to remain calm and uh, non-flammable. <laughs> Maybe you should spout some lore about the quenchers. That seems like a thing that should happen. I just want to see you roll dice. A eight. Uh-huh. So I can tell you something interesting, but not necessarily useful. So as local gods go, you know the quencher is very fickle, particularly because you're not 100% like, the quencher doesn't actually make manifest you you've heard. The quencher, they see manifest in the rains. It's not 100% clear whether he's actually a local god that controls the rains, or whether just sometimes it rains. <laughs> They're not exactly known to be uh, incredibly powerful, interchangeable. But, but sometimes stuff works. So there's got to be some mojo behind it. But uh, you're not sure how powerful a creature this uh, the quencher is as gods go. As local gods go, eh, it's kind of iffy. But then again, most local gods like to sort of set up shop in a place and be in control for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. Here, because of the shift of power between his side and the salamanders, his, te- his grip on this area is tenuous at best, perhaps, is the problem. So, as one of the uh, supplicants gets up and uh, walks out the... Um, Quencher in that uh, alcove waves you over, and you can see as he as he waves you over, he like kind of looks back, startled, like oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is strange. No, I still wear my collar. I still wear your collar. Yes, he still wears his slave collar. So perhaps he's just no change. Slave. Yeah, which is funny because then you know you think I w- I would do that. For purposes of blending in, but no, I, I never say I'm actually a slave. So. Right, right, yeah. But every time he's given an opportunity to use that as a cover, he says, no, nah. <laughs> no, to help that. Uh, sure, but once you talk to him, yeah. hell. <laughs> <laughs> his mouth opens, oh no. Alright, so you walk in, so you uh, walk over to the alcove, uh, and the uh, quencher offers you uh, to sit down. He says, so, what brings one of your kind to our door? I have been inflicted with a wound that will not go away. Defending the city against kobolds. Ooh. How noble of you to help protect our humble city <laughs> against the ravages of those beasts on the other side of the wall. <laughs> Let me take a look at the wound and I will see what I can do about it. Alright, so, so you show him the wound and he sort of studies it for a little while. He says, oh indeed. This does fester with a foul purpose, doesn't it? 
What kind of cobalt did you say give this to you? They were black and oily, some silver streaks. Uh, I've heard of that. They're not like the others. There's something wrong with them. Did you kill it? Yes. Well, that should make this easier. <laughs> he gets up and goes to prepare a thing. Um, he mixes some herbs in a, like a mortar and pestle and brings them over. He says, steal yourself. This may sting a bit. Are you going to scream? No. I will be very... Then roll me a con-based defy danger to try and... <laughs> no. <laughs> See how tough you are. Tough enough. Ah! <laughs> uh, scream like a girl. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to scream in front of these people. Wow. I'm gonna destroy you! <laughs> I was kidding. Now you all burn and Ironic. I've never felt this before. So he packs the he packs the wound and it is terribly painful. But he does finish packing it. He sort of eyes you like, yes. He says, with luck, that will clear up in a few days. It is good that you sought aid when you did. Had it gone a few more days without treatment, the results could have been terrifying. I don't want to know what, but thank you. Probably not. Best of luck to you in your journey, Talamon. He says, and regrettably, I hope your God has an opportunity to reign on the city. Wonders will come. That went peaceful, more peaceful than I had expected. <laughs> Gar? Yeah? So you wandered out to the outskirts of town to check out the gates uh, and the roads that you would have to navigate to get out of the town. Um, you can definitely see outside of the main, so sort of a main gate on this end of town. Uh, there's another one that's uh, actually like next to the river on this on the north end of town, uh, and then a very small gate in the south. Um, so the, the the estate that you guys are in is closer to the small south gate. Which is but. in the direction that we're trying to head to, so... Right. So, uh, so are you going to want to try and check out that south gate, then? Yeah. This means that's going to be the easiest way to get out of town. So you go uh, to check out the south gate. It is uh, smaller than the other two main gates, um, but as, as with all the gates, it's left open during the day um, and then is uh, then closed at night. Uh, it has a small door for uh, people to get through at night. Um, but if you're bringing a wagon or something through, you're going to want to go during the day, preferably. Because uh, otherwise you're going to have to open the, 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 the big doors <laughs> in order to get a wagon through. So. Are there guards there right now? Yes, there is always guards at the end. Uh At this small gate, though, there is only two guards. Okay. Are they paying attention to the, the big stick that they or the big piece of wood that they use to um, the hold bar. the gate shut? Yeah, the bar. I think the bar is just sitting off to the side. Uh, they're not paying any particular attention to it. They're watching the people coming and going through the gate. I'm going to attempt to take that out of the gate by myself. 
The gate's open. Right, no, right, but if they're not paying attention to it, I'm going to pick it up and take it out of the gate. So they can practice on it while weakening it. So that if we do need to escape and the gate is closed, we can find a way to ram it open and break the bar. Okay, so you're gonna, so you're basically you're trying to steal a six foot long piece of timber. Right. Okay. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to see how feasible it is. So I. I. Don't, I, I think uh, let's have you make an intelligence based defy danger because you're going to have to be clever to pull this off. It's not about being quick or quiet. You're carrying away a six-foot-long piece of wood. Stuff it down your pants and tell them it's nobody's business. Right. You, you've got the to... The lady gave this to me. <laughs> you've got to come up with a, a, a clever... A clever plan to uh, to uh, keep them uh, their eyes elsewhere while you do this. I got a seven. All right. All right. So on a seven... Realize that you're not going to be able to get it, or if you do get it, they're going to notice it's missing very quickly. Um, because while they're not like staring at it or anything, like they know where they put that, and it sits there all the time. And so the next time they turn around, they're going to be like, "Hey, wait a minute." Where the hell is the board? Okay, so my it's, it's a large enough object that you're right. So your choices are: you can take it, but it's going to be noticed that it's gone fairly quickly, or you leave it. I have an alternate plan now. All right, makes way more sense. Okay, I'm just going to go out the gate. Okay, go out and uh, are there any woods nearby, or is it all prairie and other bullshit? Um. You've got to go across the stream, but over on the other side of the stream, there's a small wooded area. I'll head there. Okay. You head out to the woods. Great. Nothing bad can happen by going to the woods by yourself. I'm just going to stay on the edge. I'm not going to go all the way in. But I'm just... Okay. I, need a tree to, I need a tree to, to hit with my sword. Okay. So you're just going to start smacking a tree with a sword. Yeah. Okay. Down with the druids here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have you roll an intelligence-based defy or wisdom-based defy danger to see if you've misjudged how far into the woods it is safe to go. Ten. Nope, you are perfectly fine. You are still within sight of the city walls. Uh, you hear some things prowling around in the woods, but uh, you realize that it, as long as you stay, the, you know, closer to the edge of the woods than uh, deep down inside. But you you realize that going deep into the woods would probably have been a bad idea. Right. You're glad you stopped reading. I, I am. Yes. That was an excellent choice. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to find some like a, a sapling or a tree that would be about similar width to that piece of wood. Oh, okay. And I'm going to start practicing cutting. Uh, okay. On the edge. So I'm assuming all the the growth on the outer edges are, are a little bit smaller than yep. the inner. Okay. He really wants to be proficient in breaking that piece of wood. Yep. <laughs> when the time comes. All right. So. All right. Yes. So I'm just going to practice with the sword. Yep. It, it works fine. It works fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, In fact, I, it's very sharp. Very sharp. It is very sharp. 
Is there any other adverse effects to... Uh... No. Not until your life depends on it, you fool. <laughs> you don't have any reason to expect there's anything wrong. Right, well, you give him your friend. You've seen this guy reforge the bell. He's amazing. He's an amazing craftsman. Of course this sword is fine. <laughs> it is it is it is the sharpest sword you've ever had, in fact. You should thank him for such a high quality piece of work. And I will. Okay. As well you should. <laughs> so once I've cut down this tree, yep. I'll start heading back into the door to switch the poles up. <coughs> I've already pre-notched it so that it should break. Okay, so the, the piece of lumber that they have is like a like Four by sta- six. a stained and oiled like yeah, solid piece of timber. Like you didn't cut down a tree. That like you cut down like a sapling that was you know roughly around that big around, but it's not like solid hardwood. It's not stay like if you switch that, it's going to be the same as if not leaving anything behind at all. Like all right. so that's not going to work. Yeah, you can't replace you can't replace a uh, scrawny tree with a from a, with a two by four and expect them to not notice the difference. <laughs> No way we communicate. Now, if you go to say the lumber mill and get a piece of wood that is roughly the same size and shape, do some sabotage on it, and then try and switch that, that may work. Can you weaken the one that's there with your uh, songs? I don't know. You're magical. Can you do such a thing? Send sonic vibrations through it that break down the very matter of its being in its core? Of course you can. You are the bard. So what would I roll for that? Arcane art. Have it out. One d four four to dance. Ah! Don't bother me with rules, son. <laughs> All right, let's try it. I have I have often let you do things that are not specifically on that list when you sing if they seem appropriate. Alright, let's try Pretty it. Pretty sure removability isn't on that list either, is it? Yeah, it is. Huh? The mind is shaken clear of one enchantment. Yeah. Oh. Enchantment. Eh, yeah, that was fuzzy, but sure. Now that's what I was after. <laughs> Mark that experience, my friend. As you sing. <laughs> You begin singing a song, a concentrated, directed song, attempting to avoid the notice of those around you, but to pierce the very heart of that wood, to weaken it, to crack its its foundations. I ain't no hoe and I ain't no pimp, just wanna make all that wood go limp. <laughs> That's the song he sings in my head. Okay. Oh, thank you for gracing us with that. Oh, it's an Elvin. Let's see your character sheet for a second. Don't read the side. That's for later. Future plans. No. Not that is not for you to know right now. <laughs> Secrets and plans hidden from the game. Well, not really hidden, it's just the set list. Oh, the set list? Right. The set list for the show tonight? Yeah. Oh, man. Did you have any Nirvana on there? No. <laughs> I keep Talking heads, bring down my house. Um, as you sing, you try and direct that, um, that powerful blast of sonic energy forward um, but you feel it ricochet um, 
and instead you hear a crack from behind you. You turn around, and then you hear something rattling in your bag. You look at that. You discover that the horn has shattered. Go! <laughs> no. Good thing you have a man to learn. This is true. He broke the horn. <laughs> Seem poetic. Go ahead, cross that off your list. Or just write the pieces of a stolen horn. Remember what I told you it was made of? Huh? Yeah, remember what I told you it was made of? Neither do I. Whatever it is, it's cracked. It was bone, like an animal. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like an animal. Yeah, animal. animal horn. Yep. In pieces. In pieces. It can be fixed. I'm sure it'll be fine. Really easy to rebel. I'm sure the Lord. <laughs> I'm sure the Lord Bastion will be very forgiving when he finds you've broken his horn and boned his sister. <laughs> you really got it in for this guy. <laughs> it's like he's out to ruin my life. Just wait until till he finds out that I impregnated her. <laughs> oh my! Oh, She's not going to survive the night. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. All right, so we have seen the librarian carry the seed of the horn stealer. I think it's back to back to noon. Uh, uh, hours of the day have uh, flown by. Varnyar, what is your uh, plan? Going to go back to the blacksmith. Yes. You return to the blacksmith's shop. You find the door open. I'm going to walk in. The guy's face just blanches as you walk in. Friend, remember, <laughs> I've got the coin. How we talked yesterday. Have you made the goods? I cannot. Um, I have not the skill. Can I make a, um, I would like to uh, discern realities, um, look around and see. I'm, I'm, I'm basically looking for City Watch. Yep. <laughs> is this a trap? <laughs> so, is that plus anything, or just... Discern realities, I think it's plus wisdom. Do you want it plus anything, or... Yeah, discern realities, plus wisdom. Oh yeah, that's the other one I'm thinking. Yep, so that's a six, that's a fail. <laughs> Wow. Just, wow. So you look around. He appears to have been a fool. He thought that just having the City Watch chase you off once was uh, sufficient. He's like, I, I, I can't do it. I mean, I, look at that thing. It's a masterpiece. Did you even attempt, Fred? No. <laughs> Why would I waste, a, like, even if I could, it would take days. Even if I had days to study it and to, 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 to make drawings, even if I knew exactly how it was made, it would still be beyond my skill to then make it. Okay, then. Here. I will show you. Come to the forge. I want to bring him to the forge. He comes because you're wrong. far larger than he is and scary. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show him the underside where it like straps onto my uh-huh. See, this is what we're going to start right here, and I'm going to grab him like that around the head, and I'm going to flick the wrist so that all of the hooks and stuff catch him in the side of the head, and then I'm going to flip him over into the forge. Okay, then. Uh, I don't think there's any problem in you doing that. He is a... I don't think even a roll is necessary. Um, Good! Because <laughs> um, you were the last one in the forge? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, no, he is, uh, he is a commoner and thus uh, uh, not really in a position to properly fight back. So, uh, no, that is quite easily done as you sink the hooks into his head and flip him into the forge fire, at which he begins to scream. Uh, it is at this time that the 
back door and the front door both burst open, as well as the two guards who were upstairs all come bursting into the place. For a grand total of how many? Huh? How many? Grand total of four. Four? Okay. Yeah. Then say, he told us you'd be back! <laughs> Good. Yes, it was a trap. Yes, you've just sprung it in the most horrific way possible. Is he still burning in the forge? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. He will not escape the forge alive. All right. Um, uh, so you can ignore him now. I mean, that's going to, yeah, that's going to be, those injuries are going to be fatal, even if he crawls out of the forge now. Splendid. Like, like that, I mean, that's He's hot. Teach you not to build what I tell you to build. He's, he is well done. Um... I'm going to, uh, there must be some sort of scoop or something, or um, something to work, like the 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 poles and the... To put the water on, or... or, Yeah, some sort of small shell, um, shovel type thing. Yep, tongs. Oh. Uh, Shovel for the coals, yep. Okay, I'm going to grab that, and I'm going to flip coals into the face of the city guard. under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 4.0 international license. All works discussed are the property of their respective owners. Our intro and outro music is by Idol Exhibit. Have a suggestion or just want to get in touch with us? Email us at mentallyuntable at gmail.com. That's mentallyuntable, no spaces or punctuation. You can like us on Facebook as mentallyuta. That's one word, mentallyuta. We're also on Stitcher and on iTunes. And you can find us on Twitter at mentallyuntable, M-E-N-T-A-L-L-Y-U-N-T-A-B-L-E. Thanks for listening.